On today's show, we're going to break down what we've learned since Luka Doncic has been out for the Dallas Mavericks. We'll talk about the things we've learned about Porzingis, about Jalen Brunson, about this team, the roster construction, Jason Kidd. Where do we come from? Where do we go? Where do we come from? On today's Lockdown Maps. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Lockdown Mavericks Podcast. Smoke with me. Do your job and take pics of shoes, sucker. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and manager for the Locked On Podcast Network. And joining me, as always, my co host, contributor, writer at Mavs.com. The Thanksgiving thankful. The one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? We are T minus, what, two days? From Thanksgiving feast time for a lot of us. And you know what? It's time for me to tell the story. I tell it once a year. And we I only tell it's really not that big of a story. But I referenced this Rick Carlisle feud a little bit that uh, him and I had at times. And Over we'll, Nerlands, you know. But it's a story we tease to every once in a while. We'll make we'll make joke about it, but we're gonna share it. We share it every single year on this on this episode. So we will share the story of Isaac, Rick Carlisle, and Thanksgiving plans. The time Isaac got ricked. Got ricked real bad. We'll talk about that. This episode is brought to you by Truebill. Truebill is the new app that saves you money by helping you identify and stop paying for the subscriptions you don't want or need. You can even negotiate better deals on those that you want to keep. Thanks for making Lockdown Maps your first listen every single day. Remember, Lockdown Maps is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, where you can see Isaac's face as he talks about how Rick Carlisle ricked him one day. Really bad. Ricked him a new new one. We should have used that more. (laughs) Um, Okay, so here's the deal. It's 2016. Um, You know, Rick used to talk to the media outside of the the locker room. All right. And American Airlines Center, outside the locker room, Little, uh, you know, media gathering, fairly, um, fairly new to. I didn't know Rick personally at that time. And my whole thing was, hey, I, I just want to write something about off the court, especially when I first started writing for the team. I focused on stuff off the court. And I was like, you know what? Maybe Rick, <laughs> maybe Rick uh, would enjoy a question that's not about basketball, that it would be something about off the court. <laughs> Thanksgiving's coming up. Thanksgiving was literally in a few days at, at that time. And I was like, hey, I'm going to go. I'm going to lean in, ask a question about Thanksgiving. So everybody's sitting there. Mike's in. I'm like, I just butt in. I'm like, hey, Rick, you got any plans for Thanksgiving? Any you know fun things uh, new this year uh, that you're doing around the holiday? Rick literally looks at me. <laughs> looks around at everyone else and just goes, who is this guy? Who is this guy? And just points at me and then says, I'm just worried about winning basketball games, not about Thanksgiving. And I'm just like, why do you got to be like that? Like, <laughs> who peed in your Cheerios this morning? And, I, and then I'm sitting there thinking, of course, I just like crumbled. I'm like, all right, cool. And I just like sat there. <clears throat> it ends. A reporter came over, like hit me on the arm. He's like, man, welcome. <laughs> you know, that's, that's part of it. You know, like welcome everybody gets that. But here's the kicker. Here's the kicker. Two days later, the story drops from Brad, from Mac Ingle, Dallas Morning News, Fort Worth Star, you know, Star Telegram, all that, that he did do something on Thanksgiving. 
He had Nico, Nico Brasino at his house to experience Thanksgiving for the first time in American fashion, like all this stuff. I'm like, that's the story that I was going for. That's the whole reason I asked you the dang question was for something like that. So he had something, but he just chose to be a jerk to me. And you know what? That's just, um, that's the Thanksgiving story sometimes that uh, I, I reference. And, uh, there and, then, and then Isaac went home and hit the wine, the wine, <laughs> the wine. <laughs> The wine. <laughs> That's um, the Thanksgiving story. So if you ever hear about Thanksgiving plans, you hear us reference that, make jokes to it. We do it all the time. There's uh, sometimes it's good stuff. And now we have uh, good morning, Isaac. to look forward to as the head coach of the Dallas Mavericks. So we can tell that story as much as we want now. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right. We're going to talk about what we've learned about the Dallas Mavericks since Luka Doncic has been out. It's sort of hard to tell sometimes when you have this heliocentric style that the Mavericks obviously have. They have a, a star that demands heliocentricity or whatever the word is. Luka Doncic is that good. And so now he's been out for a couple of games. And according to Callie Kaplan, he re-aggravated his knee injury, his left knee, uh, during practice when he was participating. So I'm, I'm guessing he's probably going to miss this Clippers game. We don't know at this point as we're recording this, but I'm guessing he's going to miss this last Clippers game on the road trip. But what have we learned with these three games that Luka has been out? Yeah, super unfortunate about the knee thing, um, you know, especially about Callie's reporting. Callie, you know, following the team, she's in L.A. and stuff right now, and she tweets out the picture of him scrimmaging five on five, and you're like, yeah, let's go. He was a game-time decision, you know, the other day, and obviously didn't play. And then she, like, follows up that tweet, like, as they're talking, you know, talking to Jason Kidd, uh, you know, something happens with his knee and, you know, he hits the bleacher, he's upset and he leaves practice with the ice on it. So I'm with you. I, I would be surprised if he did, you know, play in this game, but what do, what have we learned over the past three games? I have a couple different things, but I'll just say, I'll just say this. It doesn't necessarily mean when Luke is out that KP has an increased role. And I think that's been one of the things of what I've learned of, Hey, Luca went down and I threw out these like numbers of like, Hey, I want KP to hit, you know, take this amount of shots, this amount of three pointers. I kind of expected it too. that. Hey, KP, they're just going to like force feed him. He's going to shoot the ball a ton. Like when you look at, I just, I pulled up some just generic type numbers here out of 16 games this season for the Mavs. Mavs played 16 games. KP's played 11 of those games. Seven of those games, he scored 20 or more points. So just seven times a season, he scored at least 20 points. And three of those have been over the past three. So he's at least, you know, he's he's hitting the 20-point mark that when Luke has been out. But here's the thing. This whole season that he's been playing so far, 11 games, he's averaging 16 shots a game. Over these last three games, he's averaging 17 shots a game. Just like <laughs> one more. So like... That's the thing that I think I've learned over these past three games that even when Luca's out, whether it's rest or injury or anything moving forward, it doesn't necessarily mean, all right, it's KP's time. KP's going to get, you know, 23 shots a game. It just hasn't happened over the past three games. It's been interesting, right? And it's hard to tell if it's okay. 
you know, obviously, he, so he had 20 shots in the in the first Phoenix game. He had 13 shots in that second Phoenix game last Friday, and then he has 18 shots in the first Clippers game. So the 13 shot game seems like an outlier. That's about five, you know, to seven shots less than he got yeah. in the other two games. And there was a lot of complaining about, well, Brunson didn't didn't get him the ball late in the game. You know, we, Brunson didn't, you know, handle that right. Or, but maybe it's Jason Kidd not setting him up. We don't know. That's the thing that we may not know about this team right now. Uh, but they did seem to correct it a little bit. They went to him late in the game. And they went to Porzingis late in the game against the Clippers. So, but he he isn't he isn't handling the ball like Porzingis isn't doing much more than we've seen him do. Now he'll do a little bit more later in the game. They'll give him. They'll, they've been giving him post ups later in the game that they would never do if Luca was there. Right. That's like one thing that's been expanded in his role with Luca being out. But by and large, I think you're right. KP's role is not that much larger. He's still and. The reason is, the reason we've been talking about KP this whole season is he's not a guy you can just give the ball to and he goes and does stuff, right? You can't just give him the ball 20 to 15 feet. I feel like a broken record, but he's a guy that finishes stuff. So you have to set something up for him. That's why I kind of think that Kidd has been marrying Brunson's minutes with Porzingis' minutes, and he's not going to just put him out there with Tim Hardaway and Burke. You have to have somebody that can set KP up. He's a great finisher. He can finish on pick and rolls and pick and pops. He can finish on the little post-ups that he can do that he flashes to the paint off of the baseline. He can do all that kind of stuff. And obviously he's been scoring off of it, but he's not going to create for himself. And so KP's role has definitely been something we've learned about the Dallas Mavericks. And we're going to get into this. uh, We'll talk about this a little bit more and we'll talk about some more things we've learned about the Mavericks coming up. But before we do, I got to quickly tell you about Shopify. Shopify is... Uh, a, a complete commerce platform that lets you start, grow, and manage your business. The subscription-based software allows anyone to set up an online store and sell their products. If you got something to sell, you want to sell it anywhere. You can sell it in person. You can sell it online. Do it with Shopify. Using their Shopify POS, their, their point-of-sale app, and accompanying hardware, you can do that. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big businesses. So upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere. Synchronize online and in-person sales and effortlessly stay informed. You can check out Shopify right now if you got something to sell. If you want to sell more shots to Christoph Porzingis, you may be able to do that. Go to Shopify.com slash LockedOnNBA. That's all lowercase LockedOnNBA for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's full entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to Shopify.com slash LockedOnNBA right now. Shopify.com slash LockedOnNBA. All right, Isaac Harris, we've been talking about what we've learned about this Mavericks team, the three games that Luka has been out. What, is, what do we know about this team, this squad without Luka? Uh, I, asked the, I asked that question on, on YouTube, on our community tab. I got a lot of people saying this team sucks. <laughs> a lot of people saying this team isn't good. Um, but Porzingis, I thought, has been pretty good. We've been talking about his role. His role has not increased. But what do we, did we learn anything about KP over these last three games with Luka out besides what his role is? Well, I was just going to add, too, like, it's not like Paul George and Kawhi. Like, Kawhi goes down, Paul George's role goes up. And, you know, you see there's a big difference in Paul George's role playing off Kawhi and everything. And Kawhi's out and it's like, all right, Paul George is running the show and all that. It, it's not, <clears throat> that's what I was trying to say. It's like, I think for some fans and even myself, that's why I'm saying I'm learning. I, I think we go into that. Luca's out. Now it's KP's show. KP's not the creator type. KP is a finisher type. KP is a, hey, catch the ball, shoot the ball. KP, get position, let's dump you the ball, and then you just make the move. It's not, KP's not in the spot right now to throw the ball and say, clear out, go do your thing. I mean, he's 7'3". There's not a ton of you know guys that size who can do that outside of what, Embiid, Jokic, 
maybe Towns, and then like Hassan Whiteside. But <laughs> Can't I was flip that one by. I was just going to try to keep going, and then I started laughing. But no, I, I think you mentioned on yesterday's pod the position stuff about how, where he gets position uh, on the block. I think that's been. I don't know if that's because you know Luca's been out, so they had to you know really look at that more. But that's something that should stay moving forward, even when Luca comes back. Yeah, absolutely. That that that's something that should. And I kind of think that if he can get position like that, and this has been our thing about KP taking post ups forever. If he can get position, he's good around the rim, right? He's got some. He's got pretty good touch. He that hook shot the other night was going for him. If he can get good position against guys and he can rise up over the top of them, then go ahead, try those shots. And maybe that's something that they can do late in games if he can get good position. The problem is. It's getting him to that spot. And maybe yeah. maybe this slight change that they made, which I talked about yesterday, if you want to go listen to yesterday's show or watch it on YouTube, uh, about where he gets position, where he starts possession. So, you know, he's – I looked at – I was looking at stats and this as far as games played. You know, he's like 70, right at like a little over 70 uh, games away from playing as many games with the Mavericks than the Knicks. 70 it, games yeah like one, so like one full season really like he's gonna get to the end of the season if he stays fairly healthy he's gonna be right right near it pretty close and that that's kind of fascinating to me because it still feels like he just got here and it feels like in my mind that he was just in new york for so long and it's like if he stays on this team past the deadline through the offseason he's gonna have you know be a longer tenured Maverick than New York Nick at the first and next season. Well, and how often do we say, well, if he can just get back to all-star KP, if he can just get back to all-star form that in February, that'll be four years ago. Yeah. That's wild. <laughs> that's insane to start thinking about. Um, but yeah, I don't, I'm not sure we learned a ton about Porzingis, but he's, he's def- playing really good. Basketball. He's definitely playing, playing better right now. And it started before Luca went out. So it's not anything yeah. we learned recently. Yeah. What else have we learned about this team? What have we learned about Jalen Brunson? What have we learned about the rest of the creators on this team or anything like that? Well, I'm just going to say, I mean, this is not breaking news here, but the offense um, has sucked without Luka. So, <laughs> I mean, we got some numbers to you. As far as average points per game over the last three games, they're right at 97 points a game. Uh, that's bottom five. That's 26 in the league. I've heard that's not good. <laughs> they're bottom 10 for the whole year, but in the past three games, they're bottom five. Three point attempts per game. Uh, they're they're they hover around the eight to ten mark with Luca. Without Luca, over the past three games, they're nineteenth in the league in three point attempts per game. Free throw attempts per game. They're bottom fourth, bottom four in the league, twenty seventh in the league in free throw attempts Oof. per game over the last three games. So it, I mean, we this isn't like groundbreaking news of like, hey, the offense takes a huge you know hit when Luca's out, but it, it's how big of a hit. And it just, it's a testament to the roster kind of around Luca that there just isn't fully enough right now. And I, at the secondary creator conversation that we've, you know, feels like we've, I don't know, how long have we been talking about this? Like, I don't know, eight years. <laughs> I just don't know. Like, I know Dragic has been brought up by some fans over the over these past three games. It's like, man, if we had Dragic right now, that would have, that would help ease the load. So I do agree that it like right now, these three games is when we would feel the Dragic effect more than anything. Of yeah. man, give us you know twenty something, you know twenty twenty three minutes a night of Dragic with Luca out. That would help a ton. But you know Dragic is still chilling in you know Canada. 
just not playing. Yeah, to your point about the offense, the Mavs offense had really started to pick up the couple games before this. So you start looking, okay, that Boston win, offensive rating 117 points per 100 possessions. Pelicans win, 117 points per 100 possession. Bulls lost 109 points. That's not terrible, but it's not good either. Spurs win 125.9 points. Uh, Denver, 118 points per 100 possessions. And so you're like, okay, this offense is finally starting to look like what it looked like over the last couple of years. They're really starting to find their stride. And then over the last three games, offensive rating, so points per 100 possessions, 102, 105, 101. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it just really took a dip there. And, yes, they are playing against two of the top five, top ten defenses in the league. So you got to take that with a grain of salt as well. But to your point about the shots that they're missing, like they're, they're lower in three points per – point attempts per game with him out they're lower in free throw attempts per game out the thing that i learned about that and it's something that we already we already know but it's what luca creates out of nothing right like luca literally creates those shots those shots went literally went away when luca is gone and you can't just replace them with somebody else on the team uh and luca luca just makes those out of nowhere you know those don't get created because of a scheme or an offense it's not like brunson comes in and runs the same offense so they get the same type of shots again it doesn't happen right luca just literally creates those shots out of nothing and kp said it the other day sometimes in this offense it feels like we just run a pick and roll and if we don't get anything out of the pick and roll then we don't know what else to do and there's no other options out of that right then so there's just no other options out of that luca makes options luca is the one that creates he's the one that knocks right like luca is the one that makes stuff happen and uh we can't learn that enough in this absence well i think we're also seeing players that are kind of not dependent fully dependent on luca but some of them that are really like impacted by Luca, like you look at a guy like Tim Hardaway Jr. He's, you know, averaging his three point percentage, you know, the season's right around the 35, 36 mark over these past three games. He shot at 27%. Is that a, is that a testament to, Hey, I'm not playing with Luca. I'm not getting open threes. I'm taking some more off the dribble guys. Look at, you know, Maverick shots off the dribble right now. They're very bad. So it just, there's a need for that secondary creator that you know we've talked about Brunson hit or miss on that, but yeah, it's I would even say not even just a secondary creator. How about another creator, right? Like it doesn't even have to be a, a like a level of secondary creator. I think this is where Dragic comes in. Hopefully that that happens. Just someone else, just anyone else that could come in and create a shot because. Trey Burke's not doing that, right? Trey Burke's not coming in and creating shots for others. He's looking for his own shot, and that's his game, and, and that's what it is. Brunson is not even like a pass-first point guard. He's kind of he's, – he's slowly becoming more of a playmaking guard this year. He's really stepped up in that area. You can yeah. tell that that's been a point of emphasis for him. But – so you take Luka off this team, there's no one else creating for, everyone, for anyone else on this team at times. And that's a problem when you have a lot of guys that are dependent. You know, Porzingis, Hardaway, Bullock, Dorian – Dwight Powell, this team is built around guys that can finish around what other people create for them. And yeah, uh, yeah. turns out that that's bad when you take that creator away from a team like that. Yeah. I do I do have a random stat that I was looking at, and I'm like, I mean, however you want to feel about it. Assists per game. For this entire season, the Mavericks are 20th in the league in assists per game. Over the past three games, they're 10th in the league in assists per game. And just, I mean, I think it it does show a little bit of, hey, like, and this isn't a knock towards Luca, but the ball moves more, right? I mean, we, we've to. heard it that has it, to. it has to because Luca's out, so the ball is going different places. And then you can't help to think, oh man, we're tenth in assists when Luca's not playing. 
that's without some of these guys not even making shots. That's yeah, without right. Reggie Bullock <laughs> not making anything. And Reggie Bullock going after a friend of the pod, Nick DePala. So uh, <laughs> that maybe we could just get that Twitter beef like on our pod and let him sort it out. But uh, I have to apologize that you felt that he should have played more. Friend, friend of the pod, though. Nick, Nick's a good guy. We've True, had, uh, yeah. We've had DePala on the pod a, a couple of times, but um, anyway, I just th- I just found that kind of interesting. That hey, they're tenth in the league in assists per game over the past uh, three games. Let's coming up. Let's get into some positives. What have we learned about this team in a good way? The Mavericks have actually they've not lost any of these games by double digits, right? Against really good teams and the Suns and the Clippers. So let's get into some positives. What are some good things we've learned from this Mavericks team with Luke out? We'll get into that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about something that I just learned about, and that's True Bill. Do you know why free trials renew without your consent? It's a business scam out to get you. Don't let greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions. I always seem to find a random subscription. My wife subscribed to this this company that sends you cleaning supplies. And they'll send you like monthly, they'll send you just certain cleaning supplies. And they're supposed to be like organic and good for your home and like good for the air and all that kind of stuff. And one time I realized that she had been doing this. And she had kind of been hiding them, kind of just like putting them away and I in different places around the house. And I gathered them all together and I realized we had 18 tubs, tubes of like uh, floor cleaner <laughs> and like 12 tubes of like toilet bowl cleaner and like all this stuff. So we just started giving it away to people because we realized we had way too much we'd never be able to use. We could have used Truebill. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscription you don't need, want, or simply forget about. On average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash NBA. Go right now, truebill.com slash LockdownNBA. It could save you thousands of dollars and many spaces in your house that you don't have for cleaning supplies or whatever whatever you're hoarding because you're just getting it over and over again. Truebill.com slash LockdownNBA. Also, I want to tell you about rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models of cars, it's impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts that you need. If you have to go on a road trip and you're heading out, and you need to fix something on your car, rockauto.com is the thing for you to fix this before the holidays. Save time, save money. When you get it done, get your parts through rockauto.com. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. And when you get there and you find something you like, write Locked On in there. How did you hear about us, Box? They know that we sent you. Go check it out. They have a really easy-to-use website to find the solution for your auto part needs today. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. All right, Isaac Harris, let's talk about this team. We've been talking about things that we've learned about the Mavericks without Luka Doncic. And I want to do some positives because we've been doing kind of some negatives about this team. And, oh, they lost all these three games and all that. couple positives. Jalen Brunson, I think, has been a positive. He's stepped in. And over, I feel like every single post game we say, Brunson, doing the best job you can hope trying to fill in the massive shoes that Luka Doncic, you know, that Luka Doncic has. Like, he has been... Uh, pretty good over this stretch. And I think that his playmaking has taken a step forward in his career. Now, it's not going to replace what Luka does, obviously. And it's why the Mavericks aren't lo- are losing games. They lose games because you're not going to get the same production. How, co- how should we expect that production? But over these last three games, Brunson, 9 assists, 10 assists, 8 assists, uh, 18 points, 18 points, 20 points. He is really stepping in and filling that void that Luka left. And I think it's it's pr- it's been a pretty admirable job by him. I mean, yeah, if, I mean... You would have told me before the season, it's like, hey, Luca's going to go down for you know three games, and Brunson's going to average nineteen and nine, 
and yeah. shoot 44 percent of the film it pff, let's go sign me up so i yeah you can't praise i mean brunson's been the most con- consistent player for the mavericks this season and that's including luka Doncic. Woo! put that on a quote put that on a quote graphic no, and send, send please it don't. out he has been though he's been a guy that's consistently brought it Couple of games at the beginning of the season, he you know scored in single digit points, but he's been in double digit points for most consistent. Of this I'm not saying yeah. the best player, nothing like that. I'm saying consistent for sure. He's been the most consistent. No, I'm with you on that. And, and since I mean, he since he went off, he had a he had that start against Miami. These are his stats. You know, since then he's played ten games. He started five of them, thirty three minutes a game, eighteen point eight points a game, six assists, just about five rebounds. And uh, 1.9 turnovers, so not a ton of turnovers either. And they're positive five on average in the points in the, the time that he plays. So that is uh, that's really good, right? His three point percentage could be better. He could do better playmaking and all that. There's always something the guy can do better. But I think he's been really, really good, and can't say enough about him. Yeah, for sure. What else have we seen that that's positive? I thought the fight on this for this team defensively that we've seen from this team, they, they, yeah. they have to win in different ways with Luca out. So they try to be a better defensive team. They try to go after loose balls and they try to defend harder and do all that kind of stuff. The way that they've communicated on defense, I think has been a little bit better, not because Luca is out, but the Mavericks have been trying to get, you know, improve that throughout the season. I think that's been better. So we're learning a little bit about this team and what they can be possibly defensively. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the energy has been incredible. I mean, this is, they have every excuse in the world to just say, hey, we're playing against a Phoenix Suns team, you know, for two games that, I mean, they just won their 13th game in a row. So they're arguably the hottest team in the league right now. And, you know, a Clippers team that's, a, you know, a good playoff team. So it's like they have every excuse to say, hey, Luca's out. We can kind of do our thing. If we're not close, then, you know, these final scores could be 18, 20 points, but they're not. They're fighting until the very end. So I like what I see in that. I have I only have one more thing as far as a positive, and it's something that I've learned um, that when Luca is out and when Luca is present at the game, he likes to go casual instead of um, business when it comes to his outfits. <laughs> he loves this like the the just the uh, he loves rocking his logo, which I would too, I, and I actually really do like his logo. But you know, he just likes kind of the the chill. You know, sweatpant. Let's throw the hoodie on. Uh, no, uh, no big fashion thing. He's going to be rocking courtside. Nope, that's that's Luca. I I wouldn't expect him in anything else, right? He's not all business. <laughs> I I would like to see that outfit he wore to practice that one day a while back. That was just like crazy <laughs> on the colors. sidelines. <laughs> yeah, just wear that one time, man. Just do it once. Uh, what are you what are you expecting in this game tonight? What should what should fans expect? I don't think Luca's gonna play. We'll see by the time by the time you're listening to this, you may know more than us, but later game for the Mavericks, 9 30 central time start. Uh last game of this road trip. What are you expecting? Uh, I mean I, honestly, I, I expect the same thing that we've seen the other night. I mean, once again, going back to this four-game stretch when Luca went out, it was hey, what's gonna be a success? And we kind of had to recalibrate what that bar was. And I, my whole wish was, can we just make it to where they're not blowouts? Can we just be <laughs> in these games and not just get swept off the floor? And they've been in all three of these games, and they've just lost it there in the fourth quarter. So I'll be curious to see if they that happens again. Will it be a will this be the game that they kind of like, hey, we don't have anything going, or will this be the game that they say, you know what, 
We have been so close over these past three games. We are going to fight until the very end, and we're going to win this thing. Frank Nilakita being out of this game, too, is kind of a, a key part because, you know, he's played an important role for him off the bench. So, no no Frank. We'll see about Luka. We wouldn't, I wouldn't bet on Luka playing. Uh, Maxi, I think, is questionable for this game, if I'm not mistaken. So, uh, we'll see who, who plays in this game. I'm hoping that this is the game they they hit a bunch of threes in that in that first game against the the Suns, I guess, and then they ended up losing that one. But I hope this is the game they finally take like 40 threes and hit like 20 of them or or 18. We need a Reggie Bullock five three yes. game. Oh. You know, uh, yeah. I don't want to go on. We need to bring somebody on the pod <laughs> that you felt that he should have played more. We need to do. Uh, you think kids like deep down thinking about that question and being like, <laughs> no, not at guy. all. I don't think he thinks about that. I don't think he thought about that since he said it. Nah, he's thinking about. He's like, should we practice on Thanksgiving? So, (laughs) Nick, that's a good question. I was listening, or I I read uh, Cuban. Cuban did a a Q and A with, um, I think, Mark Medina, and uh, so I was reading that the other day, and he was talking about the ball, you know, the new ball, and we haven't talked about it a ton on this podcast, but you know, you talk to the right people. And there are people out there that like swears up and down about how this ball is like drastically, you know, changing stuff. And so, but anyway, Cuban talked about on there and his, you know, he had a whole reason behind it, but he was talking about how it's affecting players with, you know, a a lower arc. Flatter. Yeah. Flatter flatter shot. And, and I think Reggie's one of those guys. (laughs) Chandler Parsons is like the king of that, but, uh, (laughs) Uh, maybe Parsons is still involved with the organization. We still know that, but <laughs> he but got anyway. out. He got out before the ball changed. Smart on him. <laughs> that is smart. Yeah, but no, I I just wonder. I read that, and I know there's probably people listening to this pod. And they're like, oh, that's an excuse. Blah blah blah. I don't know. I I don't know. I haven't shot with this new ball, so um, I don't know if it does affect. I don't think Reggie would even tell you, even if he felt like it. You know, it it was. But if that's the case, then it kind of gives a little bit of light into his off shooting so far who wants smoke with me <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing about his tweet is nick doesn't really like nick DePaula, not me yeah nick, nick DePaula. to my understanding nick's not sitting there walking courtside with some you know mirrorless can you know yeah i'll just can- flash this up here real quick since nick tweeted out yeah, so Nick DiPaolo tweeted, listen, I like Reggie Bullock, and he means well, but he wrote sniper alert on his Kobe's, and then he went a whopping zero for two in 31 minutes tonight. Uh, and it's a picture of, of Reggie Bullock wearing Kobe's, and it has the word sniper alert written on it. And then Reggie Bullock quote tweeted and said, who wants smoke with me? Do your job and take pics of shoes, sucker. Which is just an incredible, incredible clapback at at Nick DePaul, I think. Friend of the pod, Nick DePaul, still. He, he took that. He First took- off, if my if my job was shoes, I would love that. But <laughs> I don't even think that that's really Nick's job. No. I don't think he really even takes the pictures He doesn't the take pictures the pictures. He's not a photographer. Uh, he just reports about the shoes and knows all about the shoes. So uh, I'm sure Nick <laughs> got a, a good chuckle out of that. <laughs> I'm sure he did. Uh, but yeah, uh, sniper alert seems at this point for Reggie Bullock, it seems more of an inspirational message than it seems like a, this is my identity. <laughs> what, whatever, yeah, whatever, yeah, whatever he you gotta do, to bud. do to get going. We'll see. There you go. We'll be back with the post game after the Clippers game. We'll talk all about it, break it all down. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Thanks for making Lockdown Maps your first listen every single day. Now go listen to Lockdown Fantasy Basketball. Josh Lloyd doing incredible stuff, breakdowns of every single game, every single night. Go check it out. Lockdown Fantasy Basketball. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Maps. What's up? Boom!